My name is Sheldon Bates. I have thoughts. I have stories. You're listening to Sheldon's Daily Thoughts and Stories. Hello. How are you today? I hope you had a wonderful day or night or evening or morning. Whenever you're listening to this, thank you so much. (laughs) Welcome back or welcome to my podcast. And if you haven't been here before, which is totally okay, it is totally okay. My podcast is just a bunch of my day-to-day stories and thoughts plus some online stories and stuff because that's what I've been doing recently because I'm not that interesting so I have to dip into other people's lives and stuff which if you guys read the title you will um (laughs) you guys are in for a treat this is not like this is not like last time this is a different type of ruin your childhood this is going to break me emotionally (laughs) well thank you so much for taking your time out of your day to be here with me okay let's jump right into it like my update on my class ring which is kind of a ritual now here on the podcast before we get into that i since this is probably going to be a really long episode because we're covering a lot um i've decided i'm just gonna get myself a drink so let me pour that it's just pepsi pour it in a mug because i want that like mug moment you guys hear it? ASMR? <laughs> no way. Oh, okay. So yeah, update on class ring. Um, nothing. It's February tenth right now. The the day that was my podcast was supposed to come out, which I haven't. I've been procrastinating a lot late recently because like seasonal depression and all that. So I um didn't get around to it. So if you saw the little snippet I sent out yesterday well for you guys it's yesterday for me it was today saying that the episode was delayed till tomorrow or today so I it is a 10th for me it is a Thursday for me right now this is coming out tomorrow Friday so sorry if I'm confusing you um nothing's new on my class ring um damn those damn ums I can't I can't sorry if you hear noise in the background I'm setting down a mug um, yeah, nothing, nothing too new on the class ring. Still frustrating, but just kind of, I forget the class ring even exists until I'm on here recording um, the podcast. So if you have been here a while, you'll know that I do a daily horoscope read or a weekly horoscope once a week. I do this once a week. I never look at this app unless I'm recording a podcast. So my weekly horoscope read so let's get into that your horoscope for today love 80 percent, career 100 percent, health 60 percent. you should devote this day to solving all your financial problems <laughs> because if you miss something it can return a bigger amount later on to a bigger amount later on the stars again the stars advise me to pay off all your old debts and check all accounts listen i am in debt right now for spending so much money on audio equipment which my replacement for my microphone comes in tomorrow and if it does not work i'm going to be so mad 
No, that's what eventually, that's what got me behind, not this week, but last week, but I still had it come out on time, but it's that's what threw me off, because my microphone wasn't working right, and I just had no motivation. In the evening, you can spend a pleasant time with your partner or relative. Shut up, computer. No one cares about you. In the evening, you can spend a pleasant time with your partner or relatives. Do not concentrate only on... Do not concentrate only on working affairs. Ability to relax and stop thinking about work is very important due to your lifestyle. Listen, I'm behind in school. I don't got time to just chill. You know, I can't just chill. I'm like, mm, nebulous in a silly goofy mood today. Okay, listen. There's like a biorhythm. A biorhythm? Whatever. Biorhythm. Which I cannot read that because it's just a bunch of lines. Let's see if there's any financial advice. Oh my god. I have to pay to look for financial advice now. So Nebula can get over itself. Okay? I mentioned seasonal depression. That's because the weather in Ohio is well. <sighs> Something else. I've been out of school for a while. I'm not getting much vitamin D. I'm not getting enough D in general. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So sorry. For anyone listening to this, if you're from my school, <laughs> you're surprised. Anyway. Um... <laughs> <laughs> laughing at my own jokes. <laughs> Narcissism much? <laughs> Why was I even talking? Vitamin D. <laughs> okay. I should, I should get in. I should continue. <laughs> so, yeah. With, um, so, seasonal depression's a thing. And don't be surprised. Okay. I wanted to figure out what episode I'm going to stop at. Because this series... Like, my podcast is going to be a regular thing, but there's a point in time where season two is going to come to an end, and we're gonna I'm going to take, like, a month or two-month break, and then go into season three, because eventually I'll start getting burnt out, which I was starting to get burnt out after just a few episodes of me just saying my stories and thoughts, and I only had, like, a 15-minute episode. I was like, I gotta change this up. It needs to be longer. <laughs> and so... I'm like, I'm not that interesting, so let's dabble in some internet things. Speaking of internet things, today, the moment y'all have been waiting for, we are going to read Childhood Cartoon Adult Fan Fiction. Listen, this is adult fan fiction? I'm not an adult, but I'm going to read it anyway, because I'm I'm just in that mood, you know? No, no, not that mood, like... Anyway, I'm done talking. No, I'm not. The whole point of this is for me to talk. Anyway, um, so yeah, adult fan fiction, and the first show I chose. <laughs> and we're gonna do um, like I have four of this show, and then we're gonna do multiple different shows and multiple different versions of that show. So I'm trying to get this one to just be like an hour or more this episode so yeah again viewer discretion or listener discretion is advised because and then again this is a dolphin fiction or smut so please you you've been warned you you've been warned these are really long like there's multiple chapters which 
I haven't decided if I want to get into all of the chapters that each one has. I think I'll read chapter one of each one and then I'll leave links to every single one in the description. And if you want to go read into chapter two or chapter three, chapter four, chapter five, you can go and do that. I'm not taking that much time out of my day, but you can go right ahead. So the first show. Oh, my God. SpongeBob. Oh, wait, I forgot. Like, shout out to Faith and Kylie. Yeah, that's a new segment I forgot to do. I need that as my script. Anyway. Yeah, SpongeBob. Now, the first one that we're reading is SpongeBob's Boyfriend. Disclaimer, I don't own SpongeBob SquarePants. This fan fiction was written purely for fun and not for money. <sighs> Here we go. In the other... In, Okay, I've already messed up. And again, I told myself, let's read all these before you go and record. I'm like, <laughs> no. In the underwater summer, it appeared to be late afternoon, and Squidward had just finished pouring hot tea into his cup. All Squidward really wanted was a quiet and peaceful afternoon. Don't we all, Squiddy? Growing up is realizing every like life is just like Squidward, you know. The more we understand Squidler, whoa, Squidler, yeah. The more we understand Squidler, um, the more the more mature you're getting. <laughs> Peaceful afternoon and absolutely no fuss from his two irritating neighbors. Ah, what a relaxing afternoon, mumbled Squidward, while while is slipping into a cup of freshly brewed coral tea. I think I'll sit outside today. I mean, nothing can go wrong, wrong since I'm no longer at the Krabby Pat. Whoa. We're going to start over. I mean, nothing can go wrong since I'm no longer at the Krabby Crab. I don't think that's what it's called. I think it's... Oh, I spoke. Okay, that's nice. Um, Krabby... I feel like I did this in another episode. It's the Krusty Krab, but anyway, these person messed it up. Opening the front door, Squidward glanced at his surroundings with a grin on his slimy rims. Squidward laughed nasally, <laughs> remembering that his yellow neighbor that shall not be named just so happens to be at work today. No, SpongeBob, I'm all alone out here on this fabulous day. Or so he thought. Taking out his zero-gravity recliner, Squidward proceeded to set the out set the outdoor chair on the sand as Squidward then Squidward Squid, Squidler laid down mm -hmm, that, that's what Squidward laid down he made sure he took out his cup of tea as well and he went to sip on the hot drink once again Squidward Squid, I keep doing it Squidward finally began to settle into his relaxing recliner and on this tranquil day finally a peaceful day all to myself. That's not Squidward. Laughed Squidward once again. Repeating his words, Squidler, Squid, Squidward <laughs> spoke loudly. Enough for a starfish under a rock to hear. Unexpectedly, albeit not surprisingly, a mind-numbingly harsh voice erupted from the rock beside Squidward's house. Patrick kicked up rum 
kicked up, kicked up a rumpus. Can you keep it down, Squidward? I'm trying to play with my pet rock, and all we can hear is your inflated ego. That does not sound like Patrick. After that yell, Squidward was hit in the head with Patrick's pet rock. Ouch! Screeched, shrieked Squidward. Get your pet rock off my front lawn! What are you talking about, Squidward? I don't even have a pet rock, diluted Patrick. As Squidward threw the stupid pet rock back Patrick's way, Patrick turned around and went back under his rock without a thought on his mind. Stupid Patrick in his silly rock pet. Squidward laughed as he rubbed his aching bump on his back of his head. I wondered how Spongebob was doing at the Krusty Krab without me. I wonder if Spongebob is doing my job as well. Or that cheapskate, Mr. Krabs, is actually working for once for stealing his own money out of the cash register. Glancing at the horizon while sipping the last of his tea, Squidward noticed Spongebob returning home from work. Six o'clock already? It looks like I have to go back inside now, mumbled Squidward. Y'all hear that? Anyway. Um, the grumpy squid rose to his feet and folded the recliner, carrying it under his arm. However, the moment Squidward set foot indoors, Spongebob rushed over to him, with tears falling from his eyes. I heard about you getting fired from work, Squidward. Is it true? Oh, is it true? Spongebob wept and wept as he grabbed the collar of Squidward's brown shirt. I can't believe it. I don't want you to leave the Krusty Krab. You're my best friend. Squidward's eyes grew wide at that overdramatic episode, and he immediately pushed Spongebob away from him. Oh, it's getting spicy. What are you doing? I'm glad I got fired from the Krusty Krab. I get to have the whole day to myself without you. But Squidward, I can't look at your handsome face anymore when I take your orders, cried Spongebob. Spongebob grabbed a hold of Squidward's arm tentacles desperately. I'm never letting go of you, Squidward. You're my best friend. Squidward, Squidward bleated. Get off me, Spongebob. I hate you. I'll only let, go well, I'll only let you go if you, gulped Spongebob with a sudden belt of laughter, come to my sleepover. Oh my, groaned Squidward. If it gets you out of my life for good, I guess I'll have to endure this miserable night of my life. Yippee, Spongebob cheered as he beamed from ear to ear. I love you so much, Squidward. It'll be so much fun. Just the two of us. Irritated by the loud, high-pitched voice, an, annoying, an annoyed starfish rose from beneath his rock. A sudden change of expression painted Patrick's face from annoyed to sad as he noticed his yellow best friend walking back home with Squidward. Patrick assumed, Spongebob forgot about me. After a wonderful night in Spongebob's view, the yellow sponge went on to give Squidward a shoulder massage. Ooh, ooh. Squidward was sat on the seat on the S-E-T-T-E-E, -E, whatever that is, and appeared to be watching a scary movie on the television screen. Spongebob knew just how much Squidward loved shoulder massages. Oh yeah, that hits a spot, mumbled Squidward. He closed his eyes for a moment, just giving into the pleasure of this massage. Unfortunately, this shoulder massage just had to stop when Spongebob forgot about the special ingredient of the sleepover. Spongebob bursts, oh no, I forgot to make brownies. 
Meow, groaned Gary. I never forgot to feed you. Gary, let's go to the kitchen. Or, I never forget to feed you. Gary, let's go to the kitchen. I never forgot. I never forgot. What? I never forgot I was at SpongeBob's house, grumbled Squidward. A delightful smell was coming from the kitchen as SpongeBob came out dancing with a tray of warm brownies in his hand. SpongeBob wanted to make the sleepover extra special for his squid friend. Here are here are the brownies, I promise, Squidward, chimed SpongeBob as he set the tray of goodies down at the end table beside the sofa. Gee, thank you, SpongeBob, smiled Squidward as he went down to take one of the brownies from the tray. With this kind gesture, Squidward's opinion on SpongeBob heightened. I didn't know you could be so attentive, mentioned Squidward. Thank you, Squidward. I just knew you would love these brownies, answered SpongeBob. The yellow sponge sat beside Squidward, leaving absolutely no breath of fresh air between them. SpongeBob snuggled up to Squidward, just watching him eat the brownie with a cheeky smile on his face. Squidward just had to question. What? Did you put something in these brownies? Just my love, Squidward. These, bro these brownies better not be poisoned, SpongeBob, stated Squidward as he took a bite out of his brownie. His frown turned into a wide beam when he tasted the love from within this one brownie. Just one bite made Squidward dormant feelings true. This brownie is delicious, SpongeBob. Enjoying the deluxe taste of this one brownie, Squidward went on to, golf to engulf the entire tray of these freshly baked brownies. Speaking of baking, I love baking. I just baked an apple pie. Anyway, not satisfied with this one homemade brownie, Squidward couldn't control himself. So warm and gooey like Grandma's home-baked cookies, reminisced Squidward. I just love these brownies, Spongebob. That's good, Squidward. I whipped them an extra batch of brownies just in case he wanted some more, harmonized Spongebob, as he pulled away from the tray behind his back. There they were, another batch of warm and gooey brownies. Thank you so much, Spongebob, excitedly reprised Squidward while his mouth hovered up the next batch of brownies. Spongebob yawned while he was looking at, at his wristwatch. Are you getting tired, Squidward? It's getting late already. Upstairs in Spongebob's bedroom, Gary followed. Upstairs in Spongebob's Spongebob's bedroom, Gary followed the, the two up the staircase as he slither, slithered his way onto the newspaper down by Spongebob's bed. It's kind of sad that Gary has to sleep on a newspaper. Anyway, the alarm was on <sighs> the I'm yawning. The alarm was on the end table just beside just beside Spongebob's bed. Spongebob switched off the alarm so it wouldn't wake the two in the morning. Spongebob asked, Would you like to sleep in my bed, Squidward? What? With you? I don't mind sleeping on the newspaper with Gary, replied Spongebob. But if you insist, I'd love to sleep with you tonight, Squidward huffled. Oh, Glee, really? A happy Spongebob climbed into bed and patted the opposite side of the bed softly. Come on, Squidward, let's have a, fantas a fantastic bedtime. Fine, Squidward sailed forth. As Spongebob settled into bed, the yellow sponge quickly fell into a deep sleep. With Squidward laying beside him, Spongebob smiled fondly in his sleep. Struggling to sleep, Squidward peered over his tentacle and heard Spongebob snoring widely. Squidward mused, Spongebob has a certain cuteness to him when he sleeps. 
grumble. Squidward heard a faint sound coming from outside, but he merely assumed that it was just SpongeBob. Oh my god, hi. I'm sorry for that sudden change, but I accidentally hit the on record button and I finished the entire thing. Yay me, but I... Okay. Okay, where did I leave off? Um... Oh, Spongebob has a certain cuteness to him when he sleeps. Grumble, Squidward heard a faint sound coming from outside, but he merely assumed that it was just Spongebob talking in his sleep. With Spongebob on his side, without a second thought in mind, Squidward kissed Spongebob goodnight. Afterwards, Squidward fell asleep as soundly as the yellow sponge. As soon as Squidward fell into a deep slumber, the yellow sponge immediately woke up and kissed Squidward fondly in the mouth. Ooh. Good night, Squidward, giggled Spongebob. During the time, Spongebob went back to sleep. The yellow sponge went on to snuggle Squidward. All the snuggling caused Squidward to open up one eye. And what caught his attention was nothing more than a pink starfish outside the window. Oh, look, a big pink buffoon is staring at us through the window, mentioned Squidward. With a long tentacle, an annoyed Squidward pulled the blind down to cover the window glass. Luckily, no buffoon was looking through the blind as well. This big pink buffoon happened to be Patrick. Andy sighed the moment the blind came down. I love brownies and bedtime cuddles, too. I think Spongebob hates me, cried Patrick. I think what we learned from that is feed the one you want to sleep with brownies. Changes their opinion of you immediately. I know it changed my opinion of whoever. Um, but... One second, y'all. Sorry, my sister stopped in. But it's been about like 20 minutes or whatever. But I really can't tell because the timer has been messing up a lot. And my sister might walk back in and set her iPad on the bed. But yeah. So the next story we're going to read. Oh, there she is. So if you want to say hi. Uh, do you want to say hi? Oh, someone's grumpy. Anyway, back to the, oh wait, oh wait, yeah, that was the end of the um first chapter. How long is the second chapter? I might want to read it. I want to see where it goes. I'm going to see what the end is like. Um... Okay, I'm going to read chapter two. I, I'm going to read chapter two. Mm-hmm. I'm go Oh. One second. I keep having to stop and start again. It's so much. She keeps walking in my room. Anyway. I'm going to read chapter two. Mm-hmm. I'm into the story. <laughs> not, not sexually into it, but I'm just like, I want to see where it goes. Because this, this is going to be a long episode. I'm going to be here for a while. Let me refill my mug. I ran out of Pepsi. I also have Mountain Dew for whenever my Pepsi runs out. ASMR. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 Yep. We're we're gonna do chapter two right now. <sighs> okay. I <laughs> I keep hearing noises. I'll be right back to read chapter two, y'all. 
Okay, we're back for the 10th time today. Chapter 2 of Spongebob's Boyfriend. I really hope we get like more than just snuggles in this chapter. <laughs> Not in a weird way. <laughs> I just like, I really want to ruin y'all's childhood. <laughs> okay, <sighs> let me get settled in. Through the length and breadth of the boundless sea, an unfortunate event took place as Spongebob decided to quit his job at the Krusty Krab. He couldn't take it anymore. There was no more Squidward at work. On the way to Squidward's house, Spongebob whistled merrily with a harmonic, whatever that word is. The yellow sponge was delighted to be spending time with his great love Squidward, or at least Spongebob assumed Squidward was still his boyfriend. What? Did I miss something? Did they get together in the last one? But okay it's, it's, they really just threw that on us quick Squidward looked out the window of his bedroom and watched Spongebob approach the front door why are you whistling like that why are you whis whistling that horrible tune Spongebob and why are you holding those flowers these flowers are for you Squidward Squidward just had to ask haven't you got got work to go to I quit work because you got fired. I couldn't do Krabby Patties anymore without seeing you. It kept breaking my heart. Squidward laughed nasally. Could you possibly be any more stupid? Frowning, Spongebob kept his hypnotic stare fixed on Squidward, and he almost melted when, Squidward, when he watched Squidward walk away from the window. The yellow sponge looked down at the ground and simply huffed promptly dropping the pink petal flowers onto Squidward's doormat in the process. I think you've been a lousy boyfriend, cried Spongebob. I think I've upset Squidward. Wait, a lousy boyfriend? Squidward opened, opened the front door after that one remark and gave Spongebob a piece of his mind. He never cared about upsetting an already upset sponge. Do you think something happened between us last night? Well, nothing did. I wouldn't date you even if you were the last bottom feeder in the sea. Oh my god. Poor Spongebob. That's so sad. Oh my gosh. Poor him. Broken heart. It appeared that Squidward shout- Hold on. I had some thoughts. Okay, it appeared that Squidward's shouting had typically attracted a certain pink starfish, and Patrick caught sight of a saddened yellow sponge. Gee, Squidward has to be a big jerk all the time. Well, I ain't taking his inflated ego anymore. Patrick, okay, who is messaging me? Because my phone's going on silent. And it's vibrating, and it's, like, annoying. So, yeah. So, where did I start? Patrick, okay, we know. Patrick took notice of the poor pink poor pink petal flowers just sitting there on Squidward's doormat, and immediately he felt sorry for SpongeBob. Patrick barked fiercely, "SpongeBob, wait!" By surprise, Patrick's mighty shout caused the seabed to rumble, stunning the compelling argument for a moment. Stunning the compelling argument for a moment. A giant Alaskan bull worm. A, a giant Alaskan bullworm leapt. Okay, a giant Alaskan bull worm leapt out from beneath the mi many grains of glittering sand and took SpongeBob along with his travel. 
I'm coming for you, SpongeBob. Patrick charged into his superhero gear and was ready to take down the Alaskan bullworm to save his best buddy. Apprising from the squid's home, Squidward, Squidward sniffled with a laugh. At least those two stupid idiots are gone from my sight. Back to the leisure day I had planned. Heading out on an adventure, Patrick donned in his superior getup and then blasted off in a pursuit of the yellow sponge. The pink starfish crashed through the debris of the rocks, coral, and mountains, all until Patrick spotted the tail of the Alaskan bullworm. He took aim and went on to rocket forward to the bullworm's backside with his trusty salt shaker and a hungry appetite. Patrick peppered the tail and gnawed heroically at the Alaskan bullworm. Worm. Pulling out the seafloor of the Alaskan bullworm arose while it's groaning in pain. Patrick spotted this prime chance and glided through the mouth of the Alaskan bullworm. Okay, we're going to call him Alaski. In the search of his best friend SpongeBob, in the, in the distance of, of the long neck inside the Ala Alaski, Patrick saw SpongeBob hooked on the bullworm's dangling uvula and he was crying for squidward's help i'm coming to save you spongebob patrick recited he jumped into sight and he jumped into sight clad in a blue cape not to mention the matching daisy dukes well those daisy dukes just so it happened to be patrick's underwear despite the blue getup patrick wore a red eye band okay anyway Go him, I guess. In shock, the yellow sponge beaten from ear to ear. Patrick, you look like a superhero, SpongeBob. Whatever that word is. He blushed as he expressed admiration for Patrick's attire. Go, Patrick! Even though the presence of SpongeBob's best buddy was in view, SpongeBob never let go of the swingling, slimy uvula. The yellow sponge adverted his gaze from the super starfish and, and then down to the beast's throat. At the mere sight of the dark tunnel, SpongeBob gulped slowly with fear. Hurry, Patrick! Surrounding Patrick just so happened to be a mini claw snapping crabs that had... I want to make sure I'm still recording. <laughs> that scares me. Um, surrounding Patrick just happened to be a mini claw snapping crabs that had planned to defeat the starfish once and for all. Once one of the crabs jabbed its claw inside of Patrick's belly button and pulled out a $5 bill with change. Okay. You know, just five dollar bills in his belly button. Patrick yelled in shock, Money stealing crabs Wow, there's a lot of Mr. Crabs inside this worm. <laughs> Funny joke. Blowing a strong gust of wind, Patrick was able to create a whirlpool that sucked out most of these money thieving crabs. Shoot, there there's too many of them. It looks like I'll have to use my ground slam attack. Okay, he has a ground slam attack, y'all. As Patrick donned the air and crashed down at the Colossus, whatever, at the high speed, he slammed into the rem remnants of those red crabs and finished them off in one go. I'm on my way, SpongeBob. Just keep holding on a little longer. Where was I? Okay, rushing towards the poor yellow sponge, Patrick hovered over the acid lake with his levitation powers and reached SpongeBob. The super starfish climbed over the engulfing taste bud mounds, tearing the superhero gear little by little. Patrick made his way to the end point, ready to catch SpongeBob in his nearly bare state. 
Ooh, nearly bare. He doesn't even wear pants anyway, does he? However, Patrick wound up engulfed into the belly of the Alaski. <laughs> oh, no. Reunited with his best friend, SpongeBob gave the yellow sponge a massive hug. It's so good to see you, SpongeBob, Patrick stated with excitement. SpongeBob cheered enthusiastically. It's great to see you, too. Glancing about their surroundings, SpongeBob grimaced at the flesh and vines enclosing the two. All he could see was red, orange, and the darkness above them. There were ulcers upon ulcers, but worse, there were skeletons of fish that had been swallowed whole whole way before Spongebob was caught next. Nudging the starfish. But Patrick, shouldn't we get out of here? Spongebob mentioned with a concerned look on his face. No need to fear, Spongebob. I have an idea. As Patrick grabbed a hold of Spongebob's legs, the starfish leapt down the worm slit and then went, went on with little mission. Okay. And using SpongeBob and himself, Patrick circled the lining of the throat, spinning the yellow sponge in hand. The two created a sud trail on their way down the deep chasm that the Alaski throat. No, oh, the deep chasm that was the Alaski's throat. The worm was irritated from the inside calvices, whatever. <laughs> and with intake of air ready to chunder, SpongeBob and Patrick set their sight upon a massive. Rising sewage and gaseous bubbles. I was waiting for this time to come, explained Patrick with a smug grin on his face. They prepared to ride the fluid like bubbles to freedom, being hurled out of the Alaska worm once and for all. The superstar fish and yellow sponge were eventually bowled into the masses of rocks and coral. With an upset stomach, the Alaska bullworm scurried away with intense form. This one mission finished in success. Now, back to the real argument. Patrick remembered what happened last night through SpongeBob's bedroom window. Patrick asked with intent, Why wasn't I invited to your sleepover, SpongeBob? But Patrick, Squidward was my boyfriend, SpongeBob informed the um, anchored starfish with his hands on his hips. I thought I was your best friend. I want you to think of me like that. Spongebob, not that slimy tentacle Squidward, reminded Patrick. You broke my heart. Now you must fix it. As Patrick closed his eyes with pink puckered lips, the wishful star the wishful star starfish hinted at one thing that Spongebob gave Squidward. Raising a curious brow, Spongebob wondered what Patrick was hinting at. Huh, what are you doing, Pat old pal? Patrick pouted, waiting for my kiss. What else? Spongebob muttered. But what what about Squidward? I don't want to cheat on him. Opening his eyes in shock, Patrick yammered with watery eyes. Squidward doesn't love you like I do. Do you see him try to save you from the Lasky bullworm? I don't think so. Am I still recording? I, I have to check, y'all. It's snarbracking sometimes. As Patrick took charge, he approached the little sponge with his lips loaded, ready for a kiss. Within seconds, Patrick slammed his lips against SpongeBob's mouth. This was the kiss that SpongeBob would never forget. During the time SpongeBob graced in Patrick's arms, they made their way back to the their home abode. Abode is home. Humble abode. We're just going to say that. Patrick carried SpongeBob in his arms, and together they went off into the distance. I guess I owe you a sleepover, Patrick. Spongebob placed a final kiss on the Patrick's lips, thanking him with grace. I sure hope you forget about that Squidward, mentioned Patrick. Well, okay. Okay. 
okay. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Squidward is just a fucking dick. But Patrick has a bigger one anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, I don't know. I had a lot planned out to read. But <laughs> there's a lot. I'm going to skip this one. Well. Uh. Oh. Okay. How many chapters are in this one? This one's long. Oh my god. This one is long. Oh, this one has one. Oh, it has two chapters. God, this one is long. We're going to be here for like two hours. I can't have a two hour long podcast. <laughs> it's already been like, what, 40 minutes? Around there, 30? I don't know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Oh my gosh. Hmm. I'm trying. Hmm. Oh no. I'm gonna have to probably cut down all the things I read. Uh, this one is shorter. And in Mickey, who's Mickey? Uh Okay. Um SpongeBob and Nikki. I don't know who Nikki is, but we've been to read it. Disclaimer, I do not own any Spongebob Squarepants or any of the Spongebob cast, but I do own my characters. Nikki does, does belong to me, as do any as do any other of my OCs. I do not write these dirty stories for money. I write them for mine and your amusement. Mine and your amusement. So Nikki is this person's OC. Okay. Why do you like Spongebob? You fucking cartoon pedophile. <laughs> That's homophobic. Anyway, just another SpongeBob and Nikki smut story. What's new? We all need some smut in our lives, and this is the next best thing. The ending sucks ass. I know. Okay, but still, the rest of them read the rest of the meaning meaningless story. Just enjoy it. It's okay. <laughs> Nikki stepped into the bathtub, pulling the white shower curtain closed bef- behind her, and her yellow and. <sighs> Whoa, okay. Nikki stepped into the bathtub, pulling the white shower curtain closed behind her, her yellow hand wrapped around the knob, turning it to the right. A shower of warm water sprout down her back. Her wet hair hung over her shoulders. She stared down at the drain in front of her feet. She pressed a pink soapy sponge against her neck before sliding it down over her chest and stomach and back up again. Down her arms, down her legs, through her thighs by her neck. In the living room, Spongebob pressed pause on his game. He stood up and stretched. Ugh, I gotta use the bathroom, he said to himself as he walked towards the hallway. 
The light in the bathroom shined brightly at the bottom. Nikki stirred slightly as she heard a, a knock at the door. She swept her hair behind her neck. Come in, she said. She proceeded on washing her hair. SpongeBob opened the door and closed it behind him. Sorry, babe. I just got to use the bathroom. I'll be out in a minute, he said as he flipped the seat up and unzipped his shorts. Nikki turned her attention to the sound of relief escaping his lips, followed by a leaking sound. Nikki poked her head out slightly of the curtain. She quietly stepped out onto the soft mat next to the bathtub. SpongeBob sighed as he relieved himself, shaking off any liquid he had. Okay. Just before he put his junk away, a small yellow hand grabbed a hold of him. Nikki pressed her naked, wet body against his back, her chest soaking through his shirt. Okay. She leaned close to his ear. Leaving so soon? Oh, I don't want you to leave, she whispered before he nipped at before she nipped at his ear his ear area. SpongeBob stared down at her that stared down at her that wrapped his Okay. SpongeBob stared down at her. Stared down at her hand wrapped around his hardening member. what? Nikki hugged him tighter. Please stay a little longer, she says as she nudges her cheek against his neck. Spongebob moans as he responds back in a similar way. He turns towards her and kisses her. His hands reach up to her the fa her face as he brings the kiss in deeper. His hands slowly reach one of her breasts. Nikki moans and pulls away from him. Nikki steps back, staring at the man in the face. She grins just as she yawns yanks him by his tie and throws him in the shower, his clothes becoming soaked in a matter of seconds. Nikki stepped in with him. He's sitting down with his back against the shower wall. SpongeBob looks up at her just before he launches himself up at her, latching his lips on hers as she pushes her her against one of the three shower walls. Nikki moaned as he took control of her. His hands held onto her back as he pushed her into him. <laughs> Nikki letting out a gasp as the cock she left out slipped between her legs. A cold rush swept over her as she wrapped her arms around his neck. Her leg hung around his hip. Her hand slipped under the collar of his wet, soaked shirt. Losing his tie and unbuttoning his shirt, she threw the soaked clothes out of the tub. SpongeBob kicked off his soaked socks and shoes right before taking a short song along with his breeze off. Nikki began to rub his joystick. He cringed back. Uh, Nikki, he silently moaned as, she, as he returned the favor. Nikki gasped out for air. Sponge, she moaned as she let go of him. SpongeBob smiled as he bit down her neck while he rubbed himself between her lips. He glanced down at between their bodies and then got down on his knees. Nikki broke down in front of him, her eyes closing tightly, pressed against as he pressed his fingers deep into her wet pussy. Her wet deuces covering his fingers. Seeing this, he dives in for the kill, his face buried into her. A SpongeBob, she pants as she tugs out the top of his spongy head. This, his one free hand works her way up tremble, her trembling body to touch her left breast. Her hand, cup, her hand cups the back of his... Whoa, her hand cups the back of his hands as she forces him to rub her tip a little harder. Okay, this is like more graphic than the other one. Okay, um, I'll take a little drink right back. 
SpongeBob slowly pulls away from her, looking. Whoa. Okay. Put the drink down, Sheldon. Okay. SpongeBob slowly pulls away from her, licking his lips clean and then sucking the rest of the cum off his fingers. He then staggered back, backwards as he attempted to stand up on his feet. He hold. He holds on to her to keep her from falling as she pets the back of his head. Oh, that was so good, she breathed in his ear. SpongeBob nudges his jaw against her cheek. She sh she shudders as his bottom lip brushes against her top lip, the nose tickling his nose tickling the side of her cheek. He nudges her again to kiss him. She she licks her lips before she smushes his soft, salty lips against hers. Their tongues slither into into their mouths. Ni <laughs> Nikki licks his bottom lip and sucks on it before kissing his neck area. Her hand resisting on his slightly toned chest as she licks his neck before moving on to his chest. He watches as she makes her way down to his awaiting appendage. His breathing picks up as she slowly draws near it. His hands find the top of her head. His fingers begin to scrunch the top of her wet hair. Oh, oh no, he whimpers. No, she questions as she throws her gaze up at him. Her hands held onto his hips, his penis just pointing out at her face. Okay, this is definitely ruining my childhood oh my god okay this is a lot this this is a lot yeah this this is a lot okay Whew. um spongebob looks down at her huh oh why'd you stop he asked his face quickly turned red you said no she said spongebob's eyes whitened widened i said that he asked nikki no he asked. Nikki nodded. Oh, never mind that, Nikki. I didn't mean it. Could you just, you know, please? He asked. Nikki just continued to stare about him. She knew it wasn't wise to hold the guy off. For some reason, she always found his reaction kind of cute. SpongeBob let out of an aggravated sigh. Nikki, if you don't get on this in the next five seconds, you're going to wish you never started this. That's right. You started this, points down to his member, and now you finish it. He ordered. Nikki smiled. Oh, I love it when you get bossy, she said. Spongebob groaned as he yanked her as he yanked her hands up to his to up to him and forced her to rub him. Oh, Nikki, he moaned when he started rubbing him faster. Like this? she asked. Spongebob didn't answer. He just closed his eyes and leaned back against the wall. That's the end of chapter one. You guys can read chapter two if you want. I'm done with that. I am so sorry, Faith. I know that made you super uncomfy, and I'll be surprised if you make it to the end of this. Because we're like, what, 40, 50 minutes in? I still have a few shows to go through. Except I'm going to cut it down on which shows, but... Um... Ugh. Okay, this one... Okay. Trying to do the thing I want to do, 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 do. Bada ba bow. Okay. Okay. What? 
is this? I think that one would be a good one. But these two tie in together. I'm going to read two from this show. And I think, I believe, yeah, they uh, they tie into each other. So I'm going to, so this is Gravity Falls. So what I'm not going to read is Wendy and Dipper's Sex Connection. Even though I will link it in the, um, in the <laughs> description with all the other ones. So yes, these... This one has two chapters. I don't know if I'm going to read. Well, these this one is really short. So I might go ahead and read chapter one and two of the first one. And of the second, part two, I'll read chapter one. And I'll leave you all to read that chapter two. And also, after these two, I think I could... No. I, I still got another show I really want to do. But... At the end, remember, whatever you got, because this is me running out of ideas, and I was like, okay, let's read, let's, let's, um, read Smut. So, I have a website, go down there, leave a review, and send in, um, stories, ideas, or anything that you want to see or want me to read on the podcast, or you can even send a nice note in for me. I would love that so much. If of course, if you want to, I'm not gonna force you guys to give me give me compliments now. No, like I would, I really appreciate it. Anyway, ah, here to this. Okay. Whoo. Okay. Strictly business disclaimer: fandom is Gravity Falls. I don't own it or the characters, and don't get any money from my writing. Dipper thought, get a grip on yourself. This is business. And that was true. Busting Ghost was his business, even though it, even though, whoa, okay. Busting Ghost was his business, even if so far it paid somewhat less than running a cash register at the Mystery Shack. On the other hand, he hadn't been in it very long, professionally, that is. And he was still building up a client base. On the other hand, ghosts were supposed to be ghostly. A splash of anointed water, a brandish of crucifix, or a Megan David, whatever, a symbol of whatever religion the ghost had believed in, predeceased, a silver mirror for practically every ghost, including the odd surprise athe- atheist. One of these should do the trick. But and this was a big but. The key was that the ghost had to be spectral. That meant everything from, Oh, I want you, she cooed. Writhing in the pale glow of the lantern he had sat on the floor, sweeping her hands over her her curvy body. Everything from an orb, a floating, nearly invisible, transparent bubble of ghostly energy, to to a phantom blur, a wavering, shimmering, glowing, shapeless. Please, she whispered, her eyes widened and pleading, her lips wet and gleaming. Please take me right here, right now. Shapeless, dim mist that sometimes you could only catch in the corner of your eye, or the more developed form, a vague humanoid shape with a visible head, arms, and legs, perhaps seen ascending or descending. Look at me, she murmured, smiling her chin down, giving him an upward stare, bedroom eyes. You want me? You want these? 
She pulled her rhymes from the short sleeves over top and rolled it down beneath her tempting, descending its airway in more developed forms. The ghost might be recognized as male, perhaps a monk in the procession of phantom monks. Tempting, round, young breasts, she stroked them, smiling, offering them to Dipper, the nipples beginning to erect between her teasing fingers. She licked her lips as if, in the anticipation, she threw her head back, smile, and moaned. Monks, all translucent, taking no notice of mortal witness, chanting silently as they marched from the dormitory to now-ruined cathedral, walking on the ancient path now buried under centuries of rubble and earth, without effort, wading through three feet of ground, or even more intriguing, the ghost might be able to recognize a person like the old couple in the convenience store. Look at me, she repeated, pulling up her skirt and twitching her panties to one side to reveal the lump, glistening promise of her pussy. Mm, I'm so wet. I want you so much. Don't you like me? Don't you like to see me like this? Begging you? What is going on? Oh my god. Okay, we're not going to chapter two. This one's weird. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Convenience store still wearing the clothes they... What? Like the old couple in the convenience store. Still wearing the clothes they wore in life. Completed... Complete to spectacles. Why did Ghost even need glasses? It made zero sense. But the man and the wife were revenge Ghost. This was different. Now he confronted a horny Ghost. The Ghost of a 20-year-old girl who had died before 1900 had died a virgin. She eventually still harbored earthly yearnings, and he just didn't. I'll remove these garments for you, see? She peeled off the stretchy top and dropped it, paused to pinch her... Oh, paused to pinch and pull her ripe nipples, now taut with desire, and then unfastened the skirt and let fall, looking directly at him. She pushed her panties down to her ankles and daintily stepped down of them. She hugged herself fully displaying her whole body to him while he stood there, eyes wide. Oh, take me, please. I ache for you. Just didn't know what to do. The journals were clear. The rule was strict. Never have sex with a ghost. Never. Look at me, she purred, turning from him. Look at what I offer you. Dipper's throat felt dry with the grace of whatever that word is. She bent over and grasped her own ankles. Her sh Oh, Oh, Thomas Edison, here's a painting of my ankles. <laughs> her shapely ass like a valentine displaying to him her rosy asshole in her wet pink slit. But, and it was a beautiful butt. And then she let go of one ankle, opened her thighs, and began to masturbate. Her hips gyrating, her middle finger vanishing into that delectable pussy. Dipper balled his hands into her fist. Never have sex with a ghost complication back in the convenience store the old guy had possessed his sister mabel and now this ghost which appeared to as a stroke of midnight in the cold dark bedroom had played the same trick now she turned still fingering her pussy her eyes half closed and desire dipper please please make love to me any way you want mouth pussy asshole anything fingers feet all of them please i have to have you Except in this case, the ghost had possessed the body of Pacifica, Dipper groaned. Let's pause here and rewind.
You guys can read the rest of that. I'm not. Okay. I've made the decision. I'm going to stop there. <laughs> Maybe. Should I? Maybe I should make a part two to this part two. Read more smut next week. Yeah, I'll finish the smut stories next week. Tune in next week for more smut. And on that note, thank you all so much for spending your time with me. <gasps> I just spilled pop all over myself and it's cold as shit. And good thing I'm finishing this out. Remember that a new episode can be found Thursdays to be at me so sad at home. Except for this week. It's definitely a Friday. On the multiple platforms my show is available on. Which you probably know because you're listening to it right now. But remember, if you want to send any thoughts or stories you want me to read. Or even a review. Go to my website, which is linked below. All of the small stories I just read, along with all the potters, are in the description below. Hope to have you on the next one. Peace. Oh.